trophy. Yay! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Um, so as we said last week, this week's theme is Nazis. Um, yeah. The Third Reich. All of it. Everyone, say your favorite Nazi. Everyone. Everyone. That bitch. That fucking cunt. She was a child bride. Was she? Um. Well, she was a lot younger. <laughs> You're like I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying things. Whatever. Uh, She's no, dead I'm getting, now. I'm getting confused with uh, who's the guy who did the song "Great Balls of Fire." You're confusing him with Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> sure, those are easily confused. I mean, I get them mixed up all the time. Uh-huh. I thought Hitler had a lot of greatest hits in his time. You know, it's like when sometimes you're thinking of the Holocaust, but then you remember you're actually thinking of the day the music died. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the body, the Michelada, the podcast. Oh, this is the best open yet. <laughs> I mean, if this doesn't make people stop listening, <laughs> welcome to our last episode, everyone. It's been a ride. Yeah. Oh God, how is everybody this week? I'm great. Huh? She's great. Oh. We're great. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Natalie this past Sunday had a little meet and greet with some fans. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Without you, because oh. you're out of the band. What? Oh. Okay. This is, um, this is awkward. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, let me, um, pack my, um, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, thank God that he's you. gone. <laughs> oh, what? What was that? Oh, I'm, I'm just back to get my own. Oh, oh, this is awkward. Oh, we were, we were already recording without you. <laughs> um. So this is the first episode of the Poo Cast. <laughs> Had any good poops lately? Oh God, this is the third week in a row we talked about poop. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> it's a trap. Uh, but yeah, we had me to greet with some fans. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We did a little Harry Potter trivia. If we won, but if we didn't, I was drunk, so <laughs> we all won. We have a trophy in our hearts. I wish I could have gone. Every night in my dreams. If you haven't guessed, this week's theme is Harry Potter. How would they have guessed that? They they wouldn't have. Honestly, they might not have since we just sing random shit every week (laughs) and talk about random stuff anyways. I don't think any of the songs we start out with ever have any. No, they don't. They never do. That's not true. One time I sang Dreams by, um... Oh, it was the Cranberries. Because it was our Dreams episode. You're right. But then she never sings the word dream and then I was like, oh, this is awkward. But yeah, um... So, this is the first part to our Harry Potter series that we have for the second half of July. Mini series. To celebrate Harry Potter's birthday. Because Happy we birthday, love Harry. you. Happy birthday, Harry. So, what Hogwarts houses are you guys in? I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor, but I 
I think I would probably fit very well in Slytherin. <gasps> what? I believe that. You Not in like the evil. I'm just ambitious. You like to sleep in dungeons? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I do. Ooh. What about your American house? I'm Pukwudgie. I'm, I'm Pukwudgie too. I have no idea what American house is. Okay. Um, there's Pukwudgie, and then there's what's so it? So when like, I first tried signing up for, to find out my house, it was when it first came out, and the, and they the didn't website have just houses. kept crashing. Okay. And I just gave up, and I never went back. Oh, we've moved back to the garage. Yeah, my parents were tired of us. <laughs> Too much singing. So, yeah. if the sound is weird again this week, uh, that's why. I think it should be okay. It turned out fine the last time. I mean, you couldn't even hear us for, like, half the episode. That's true. And then we had, like, robotic voice stuff. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Anyways, guys, if you want to share what your Hogwarts house is, leave us a comment on our Instagram where we're going to ask a question and yeah. we'll feature you. Yay. Because we love you. Because you are our fans. Yay. And Yay. we love all of you. And mostly our friends. Yes. Yeah. 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 Except for the ones in North Carolina and like weird states. Wisconsin. I have an acquaintance in North Carolina. Oh, that's all 17. Listens, uh, yeah, they just listen to it on different accounts. <laughs> so nice. It was what nice. Good acquaintance. My cousin just got married this past week Ooh. in a very random surprise wedding. Those really love that. Last weddings. minute gift, you know what I gifted him? A sticker. Yes, a uh, body, the blood, the Michelada sticker. I was actually yes. kidding. I forgot and you I told me that. Told him that um, in order for him to keep it and not have me take it away from his possession, him and his new wife's possession, they both had to leave reviews. Nice. I um, don't know if they have yet. Um, we'll have to check on that. Well, they better because we'll break down their door. Yeah. yeah we'll I know where they live. Yes. I know that building isn't secure. Oh, there you go. You've actually met him before. You probably just don't remember. Oh, no, I, I remember him. Okay. I thought okay. you were talking to the He other. just wasn't impressed. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that. Anyways, Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Or as um, our very good friend, other Natalie's daughter, other Sophie, a.k.a. Sophie Jr., her daughter, says... Um, Eri pata. Eri pata. Eri pata. Eri pata. Harry puta. <laughs> First of all, I know this is child friendly. Is it? Is it? It's not. In order to listen to us, it, it like pops up like obscene, like explicit. Like, are you 18 years or older? <laughs> Did I click yes? Well, she said Harry puta. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, now I'm confused. There you go. Mm. The thought of you with the junior is terrifying. That's my child. And then I gave it away to a sibling and had to raise it. So I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Grew up with Harry Potter. Okay. Kind of. So the first time I read Harry Potter was in Guatemala mm-hmm. where my mom is from. I got sent there to learn Spanish and my sister sent me a care package 
and she was like here's a book i hear little kids like it um go to town have fun and she sent me harry potter and the goblet of fire and i started it and i was like what is this this is awful i don't know what's going on i hate this book thanks linda um, only to later find out that it was the fourth in a series of seven. That's a terrible place to start. Why did you yeah. start with the fourth? I started with the fourth. Because Linda well, sent it to me. Well, I don't know Literally why I started with the fourth. <laughs> you know why I started with the fourth? By the time I had started reading it, the fourth movie was about to come out. Um, and I was like, well, I guess I need to read this. Uh, yeah, that came out when I was like ten. Mm. So that's when I started to... Like, when I got back to America and I started, like, the movie started coming out, I started to read them in the right order. Okay. Goblet is still my favorite, though. Aww. Thanks, Linda. I think my favorite is, um, okay. <laughs> Confession. I've never read the books. Oh, my God. I still have not. I tried as a child. I never did. However, I've seen all the movies at least three or four dozen times okay. each. You should read, well not read, <sighs> listen to the audiobooks. I'll, pr- I'll listen to the audiobooks. My favorite movie though, I think my favorite is Half-Blood Prince. Is it really? Yeah. For some reason I really enjoy it. I really like everything about it, but I think Slughorn is like one of my favorite professors. So I, think that just I really love like that. that actor. I think Trelawney is my favorite professor. I like her too, but I, I think Slughorn takes it. I would love to her yeah. as a teacher. She would have been my favorite teacher. My my favorite part is just when she shits on Hermione. Because <laughs> you just <laughs> don't. Tiffle. So yeah, so Trelawney would have 100% been my favorite. And I would have loved to watch her tear Hermione down. <laughs> You just don't have the gift to buy a child. And she throws a fit. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You know the fun story? Trelawney was always right, even though everyone thought she was crazy. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, all of her prophecies and predictions, they, like, all came true. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was crazy, but she was right. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. It didn't seem like they'd be right, but they were. Yeah. Like, in the end, it worked out to be that way. May I tell you a story? I would love to hear a story. I would like to tell you a little bit about Ronald Weasley. So my story is about Ron Weasley. Um, to preface this, um, so I pretty much took this entire story from a Reddit thread. Okay. Because someone already did the research for me. Even better. Literally paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of this theory. So thank you to Reddit user Emperor Death Bunny, yep. who did all the research. <laughs> and uh, so this theory that I'm about to give you is based on the films. It's not on the books because there's like the minor differences and stuff that they completely removed mm-hmm. in the movies. So. First, let's just talk about how Ron treats Hermione. He treats her like trash. He's a he fucking does not dick. deserve Hermione Granger. Exactly. Like, to me, they never actually seem like they were friends. Harry and Hermione were friends, and he was like. It's like how like friend. Paul and I are friends, mm-hmm. and Sophie and I are friends, mm-hmm. but Paul and Sophie are not friends. I mean, yeah. I hate her. Yeah. I want to We're worry. actually. We're not recording in the same room right now. Yeah. This is actually all spliced together because yeah. they can't be in rooms together. Yeah. It's amazing. I and then how we interact with each other, site. like, you wouldn't even know. That's yeah. why we talk over each other sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
But pretty much from the very beginning, Ron is just a dick to Hermione. Yeah. And even when you think back to when they first met, like on the trolley, like Hermione comes the train? in. The train, I'm sorry. They meet on the train, the trolley. Trolley, is the trolley, trolley, trolley. trolley. Don't you like anything from the trolley, dear? <laughs> Ooh, and then she turns into a fucking monster and hurls fucking spots at you. Why did that not come up until so many years later that apparently she was a demon? Because that was the first time anyone tried to leave the train, which doesn't make any sense. I doubt that. I Why doubt did that. she appear when Harry and Ron were, were attacked like, by Dementors? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's a fucking bitch. I don't know. I don't know who wrote that book. We're going to see that in January. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be Would amazing. Would anyone like to fund that trip? Ooh. Ooh. Um, spoilers. spoilers. Someone's wailing in the distance. And it must be a oh, I God. have a cord! <laughs> we are under attack, guys. Quick, Venmo is $15. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, okay, so the first movie. Let's talk about that. Sorcerer's yeah. Stone. Ron, like, at a pivotal point in the movie, makes fun of Hermione so much. When she's, like, you know, when she's in class and she's like, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. And he makes her cry. And he makes her cry and run off to the dungeons where she's attacked by a troll. Like, what a fucking dick. And then, so, in Prisoner of Azkaban, pretty much during the entire movie, Ron makes fun of Crookshanks and says horrible things and how he's going to, like, kill her and, like, mm-hmm. do these horrible things. And then, when it's revealed that Scabbers is actually still alive, Ron's still a dick. He's yeah, like, he never apologizes. No, he's like, oh, give Crookshanks my apology. Bleh. And then... Uh, I'm going to be skipping around a lot because there's a lot of examples okay. from a lot well, of movies. And Goblet of Fire, he just assumes Hermione's going to go out with him. And then she's yes, like, no, I have another date. Talk about. And he was like, well, you're a whore anyway. Yeah. Fuck you. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's like he's a typical like, nice guy. There are so two gross. epitomes of nice guys in that book. And yes. it's Ronald Weasley and it's fucking Severus Snape. Yes. Who's a garbage can. He's a garbage person too. I hate him. We could do an entire episode about Snape. We could. And everyone loves him. I know. Everyone's always like, oh, he's misunderstood. Like, he just loved Lily so much. He didn't. Do you know who also loved people and was fucking crazy? That guy that killed John Lennon. <laughs> Um, that, that guy that was obsessed with Jodie Foster? Like, what the fuck? But what about Judy Foster? What her husband, Judy? Andrew, he was a shithead. He was a piece of shit. He left yeah, her. he did leave if her. If he wouldn't have left her, she wouldn't have been crushed by that chandelier. Yeah. She could have been a star. Yeah, she would she have been a star. She could have been someone. Uh, also in Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. near the beginning when the Death Eaters attacked the World Cup camp, mm-hmm. Arthur Weasley tells them, is like, hey, stick together, we're under attack. Mm-hmm. And Harry falls behind and Hermione like looks behind to like, see where he is and Ron takes off running. He just abandons her. He be- abandons everyone. Yeah. He's a shitty friend. I, I think he should have died in that chess game in the first book. He's awful. Well, he contributes to nothing. He knows nothing about magic. Yeah. He doesn't do his homework. He's a petty bitch yeah. the whole time. It's fucking terrible. When Harry's name gets picked out of the goblet, oh, yeah, he's like a jealous Ron just like leaves him. He's yeah. just a jealous he asshole. Him. Like, I'm sorry that you have no talents and you're shitty. You can't even get on the Quidditch team without cheating. I know. Which makes no sense because three of his family members and his yeah, best he comes friend from are on the a team. Quidditch family. And he still like, shitty. grew up playing Quidditch. Like, his whole family, family plays. Yeah. Every summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's because he's, he's just a piece of shit. shit. He's just sh- he's just shitty. shitty. All right. he's a and shitty then when person. he gets older, like he does nothing with his life. Yeah. Goes to work at his brother's store. Yeah, that's where he ends up. Like he becomes Are an or. Are sure he wasn't a squib? For like, <laughs> he. Mm. he I mean, he's it. not very good at spellcasting. We know that. Yeah, even when he gets his own wand. Yeah, he's he can't even use his own fucking wand. What a piece of shit. Yeah, I hate him. And he's awful to Hermione. Yes, he's awful to Hermione. But he supposedly likes her. But then you think in Half Blood Prince, when like Lavender Brown suddenly sh- what happened? I can hear Sophie breathing. I can oh. hear me breathing too. <laughs> it's because I have your mic sensitivity up high. Um, in Half Blood Prince, when Lavender Brown suddenly loves him, mm-hmm. Ron is like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Fucking attention, yeah, come here." Like, and then Hermione runs off, ru- like crying. And he finds her crying in the hallways and is like, ooh, what's your problem? Like, what a fucking dick. Why does she even like him? Okay. She could have had anyone in that school. Anyone. Anyone. She had Victor Crumb. She had Victor Crumb. He is so so hot. hot. Like, oh my god. Jesus Christ. And he still wanted her. Yes. At the wedding at the end, she was like, hey, like, what are you up to? And Ron was like, oh, she's, she's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fire. Hell yeah, she's fine. Like, get out of here. So, okay, so Ron is a complete asshole. Yeah. He's terrible. Why does Hermione fall in love with him and marry him? Why do they end up together? Um... Why? Sure. Because she has low self-esteem from all the time people made fun of her. There you go. Mostly That's it. On. Yeah. End of story. Boom. Solved yeah. it. She got gaslighted the whole time. So. Okay. So I'm going to jump to Deathly Hollows Part 2. Okay. When Harry, Ron, and Hermione are inside Gringotts, they're there to rob the vault and get the Horcrux from Bellatrix's safe. Or, yeah, yeah, the, vault. To the crown. Ronald Weasley perfectly casts the Imperious Curse on Bogrod... The goblin bank teller mm-hmm. perfectly and he's under a spell all the way until he's killed by a security dragon that ron just lets happen yeah because ron's shit. another shit and ron doesn't care about slaves he doesn't care about slaves okay he just grew up with it so ronald weasley who throughout the entire films has shown time and time again he's not a good spellcaster, but he can perfectly cast one of the unforgivable curses Suspicious. Isn't that weird? A little too suspicious. A little too suspicious. <laughs> Let's think. Where does he know the curse from? Like where? Like you don't just come across the unforgivable, uh, the unforgivable curses. Um, Mad Eye showed it to them. Yeah, but even before that, because Mad Eye is asking about them, and Ron raises his hand. And is like, oh, I know the Imperious Curse, and Mad Eye's like, where do you know that? And he's like, oh, my father. So it's like in the family. Like that's kind of weird. But then it's like, how did he become so good at casting this to where he could cast it once on a bank teller? Mm-hmm. Like a Gringotts goblin, like they should be... They're pretty powerful. They're powerful. Otherwise, anyone could just walk into Gringotts and cast, it, cast any spell and rob the whole bank. Yeah. Uh, well, spells, they have to... Well, someone to... did try to rob it in the first book. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. Okay, but that was... Voldemort, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's also very good. I'm sure he's also very good. But, so Ron, that means Ron had to practice, because spells have to be practiced. Like, as mm-hmm. you, like, when you look in all the classes and stuff, people cast spells, things explode, Neville almost dies, like a billion times. <laughs> oh, Neville. Poor Neville. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of Seamus, because you know how he always blew everything up? Yeah, that too. 
I love when, like, another example of why Harry could never be in Ravenclaw is when Seamus is casting a spell and he's like, turn this water into rum. And Harry's like, what is he trying to do? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's why your that's why your robes are uh, red and gold and not blue and silver. Harry's an idiot. <laughs> blue and bronze. Blue and bronze. So, Ron had to have had a lot of practice mm-hmm. to cast this imperial spell. Um, where did I leave off? I don't even know. So, who is he practicing? On? Yeah. So Ron is proficient in casting the imperious curse, obviously. So he had to practice on someone, none other than Hermione Granger. His hand. <gasps> Yeah, no, 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 you're totally right about that. Yeah. So why would Ron want to cast such a horrible, unforgivable spell on his supposed friend? He's a cunt. He's a cunt. Yeah, and he's insecure. And jealousy mm-hmm. of Harry. He's jealous of his friend. I did well, air quotes. he's been jealous of his friend... For forever. For forever, since yeah. the first moment they met. Pretty I don't much. even think it was, like, from the first moment they met. It was just, like, with, like, hearing the stories about That's him. true, because he already knew about him. That's but why then even like, oh my god, it's Harry Potter. When they're on the train and the trolley Harry witch comes, yeah. and she's like, oh, anything from the trolley, and Ron's like, like, I'll take the look. Yeah, because Ron's like, oh, I'm poor, I can't afford anything. And then mm-hmm. Harry's like, here's my fucking fortune. Mm-hmm. And Ron's like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You have a lot of money. Yeah, I feel like with Ron, he didn't even really like Harry. He just liked what being friends with Harry yes, meant for because him. Because he would be around Harry and he'd get attention mm-hmm. just for being friends with Harry. Yeah, and Harry had the money, and Harry was very generous. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, I'm friends with, I'm friends with Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. He doesn't know anything about Wizards World like I do. Yeah. What a fucking piece dick. of shit. Yeah, what a piece of shit. And then throughout the movies, there are times when it shows that Hermione like actually likes Harry, not Ron, because mm-hmm. Hermione always showed an interest in Harry. Yeah, and they have Harry like, treated her like a human interests. being. Well, like, and they both grow up in like the Muggle world. Yeah, too, yeah. So they well, have see that, that too. They have that in common. And Harry's the only one that seems to like care about anything Hermione says. Yeah, mm-hmm. he defends her when people make fun of her. Mm-hmm. Ron doesn't even defend her when Draco calls her a mudblood. No. When Harry finds out what it means, he's like, what the fuck? Why would you ever call someone that that's yeah. horrible? And Ron... Where was Ron? He was sitting in the background. He didn't give well, a shit. What's he going to do? Confront Draco? Yeah, right. I mean, Harry and Hermione did. Yeah, but Ron's not going to. Yeah, he's a piece Ron's of Ron's a weak piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. So, Hermione would always, like, hug Harry. She was always happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Never with Ron, because why she would she be? Happy. Yeah. And then even, like, the professors were always like, oh, are you two together? Like, even Dumbledore, who's one of the smartest and, like, best wizards in the entire world, was like, oh, are you two dating? Like, he had to have had some sense of, like, obviously. And then... I love that, that uh, Dumbledore, who's, like, the most powerful wizard on Earth, is like, ooh, yeah. you dating? So how are you doing? He's a huge chismosa. Yeah. yeah. I think it's hilarious. He I is a chismosa. That's how we should have known he was gay. Oh, that's true. I love in um, Goblet of Fire when he like reaches out to McGonagall for her to dance with him. And she leads. <laughs> it's beautiful. They're so cute. See, he was always gay. Yeah. It bothers me that he wasn't 
Like, there are no out characters in the book. Uh-huh. Well, like, it's one thing to come out and be like, is very oh. problematic. She's yeah. transphobic. She's probably a little bit homophobic, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like, yes, thank you to have a gay character. That's great. But, like, why after the yeah. everything happened? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Dumbledore was gay the whole time. No, like, he wasn't. Cool. I'm glad that that was an afterthought for you. But at the same time, I'm glad that she didn't draw a lot of attention to it. She didn't have to, but... Like, I don't know. So I think after saying, like, oh, he was actually gay, like, but it doesn't change anything because it shouldn't. It doesn't. Like, I kind of like that. People burn their books, Paul. Okay, well, they're stupid. They burn their books for other dumb reasons. That's true. And then, so Ron was like the youngest of his siblings. He was always made fun of being a Weasley. Because for some reason, everyone hates Weasleys. Because they're poor idiots that kept having children. <laughs> That's true. They never heard what birth control was. They didn't. I feel like in the wizarding world, Actually, you can just no, be like, fetus get biased, and it's gone. Like, yeah. Instant abortions. And then his mother was that always... That would have saved me so many Saturdays. Right? Just like... <laughs> Baby no God. more. Um, Think of the time. Exactly. <laughs> so his mother would always yell at him. He was always given hand-me-downs. His brothers were dicks to him. Because he never really did anything. He was lazy. He never earned anything better, though, yeah. than a hand-me-down. And then even when he started going to school, he wanted to be on the Quidditch team. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, because... He only got it because his, like, friend was... Yeah, but that was even later. Like, the first year, Harry made the team, Mm -hmm. and it, like, destroyed Ron. Yeah. But he didn't try. But he didn't try. He wasn't trying. He wasn't the one to try to help out Neville. No. Well, Ron didn't do anything about that. No. Because he's a piece of shit. And then, let's talk... He just wanted things handed to him. Well, yeah. (laughs) So... And then let's talk about the Slytherin locket from Deathly Hallows Part 1. The mm-hmm. Horcrux that they found and tried to destroy. Yes. So when Ron opens it, you hear a voice. Probably Salazar Slytherin's voice. Mm-hmm. And it says, I have seen your heart, and it is mine. I have seen your dreams, Ronald Weasley, and I have seen your fears. And then in the cloud of smoke that comes out of the locket, you see... Dicks. Uh, dicks everywhere. Mm-hmm. A forest of dicks. Mm-hmm. And Ron is like, finally. <laughs> he just runs face forward into He's the forest like, of dicks. Bye, guys. My dreams come true. And then Harry and Hermione live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. 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 The end. The end. That's Bella- a beautiful ending. And then yeah. Bellatrix Lestrange and Voldemort have a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all canon. Yeah. Um... So in the smoke, he sees these, like, visions, and one of them is of his mother saying, like, oh, I would have rather had a daughter, which is true. And yeah. the other one's like, oh, I wish Harry could have been my son, also true. Mm-hmm. And then it shows Harry and Hermione together, and Hermione's like, oh, how do you even compare to the chosen one? Yeah. Which he doesn't. No. So all of these were things that, like, Ron had in his heart, and the Southern Locket just sort of puts them forward. Mm-hmm. It makes him feel like a fucking dick, because he is. And so that basically shows in his intentions, like, this is clear. Yeah. Like, that Ron is jealous of them, and Ron Has knows that he can't be with Hermione. He would do anything to stop that. 
and then throughout the book or throughout the movies i'm sorry um ron has shown like traits of abusive behavior towards hermione in an attempt to groom her so that she lets down her guard and so that he's able to manipulate her yeah, any way do she whatever wants. He wants in the first part of deathly hollows when they knock out one of the Death Eaters, mm-hmm. what's his name? Antonin Dolohov. Uh, oh. Harry is like, oh, we need to wipe his memory so that he can't follow us after this. And then Ron walks up to Hermione and does this weird, like, he touches her face, like he strokes her face and is uh-huh. like, oh, I think you need to do this. Which is a fucked up thing to do because... Right before this, she had to erase her parents' memory. Yeah, and, and that was really home. traumatic. And it was for traumatic her. for her. What the fucking. And if Ron was even a tenth of a friend <coughs> to her, he would have known how sensitive that was. But no, Ron makes her do that. Mm-hmm. And then once they separate in Deathly Hollows, and Harry and Hermione are on their own, like Hermione's happy, and she's happy yeah. good times. They actually dance at one point. It's fucking crazy. So, when did Ron start using the Imperius Curse on Hermione? Most likely, it was in Order of the Phoenix during the winter break. When Ron and Hermione... Oh, when they were all together. together. They were at the Black House. Mm -hmm. And it's thought that he would, like, use the Imperius Curse just in little bits. Just to, like, Mm -hmm. groom her and get her closer to him. So, in one scene, it's shown that Hermione is, like... Teasing him? Picking on Ron, like, being witty and stuff. She's like, ha you're stupid, you smell. And then in the very next scene, it fast-forwards in time, and they're opening presents. It's Christmas. Mm -hmm. And Hermione's, like, eyeing Ron and, like, giving him smiles. And, like, yeah, weird-ass shit. Why? She has smelled him and had to speak to him Yes, she had to speak to him for, like, two seconds. It's because they got close during that winter break because he was using the Imperious Curse on him. When Harry arrives at the Black House, Hermione doesn't even greet him. She barely looks at him and gives him, like, this frown. And Hermione doesn't, like, frown at Harry. No, they're friends. gives him a big hug. Yeah, they're friends. So there's no reason... Yeah. So there's no reason for her to suddenly be uninterested in Harry... And all sweet on Ron, unless he was using the Imperious Curse to remove the friendship and like to make her think that Harry and her weren't friends, and to try to get them closer together. Oh. Is my mic off again? No. Okay, we're good. <laughs> it's gonna be so upset. But so Hermione wasn't always under the curse. Just in little bits that Ron could like put her under the curse and then groom her. Because then afterwards, those memories would stick with her. She just wouldn't remember that she was under control. Yeah. So he would just use it until finally, like, she thought that she loved him. And then they got together. And then they had children. Oh, God. And then they were miserable for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And I'm sure that Hermione was so miserable. She had to have been, because even J.K. Rowling was like... You know, in hindsight, they wouldn't have been a good couple. They had nothing in common. They were rude to each other. Mm -hmm. Ron didn't respect Hermione. And 
Hermione had ambition. Yeah. You know, like she was gonna go off to be the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. She was gonna go do things with her life. She wasn't gonna. Yeah. She wouldn't settle on being a housewife. Yeah, for exactly. Ronald Weasley. Ugh. And that's all Ron ever wanted. Ron didn't want no anything out of life. And like we said, he earlier, wanted even, to he wanted to be able to tell like a good story. Yes. Bar later. That's why he became an Auror for two years. Mm -hmm. Probably only because just for the story. Harry was also an Auror. Yeah. So he thought that like oh we'll be partners and Harry yeah. can just ride this out. And then after he went and like worked what's probably the equivalent of a minimum wage job in the wizarding world mm -hmm. for his brother. While Hermione's at home taking care of children? Yeah. Like what a piece of shit. It makes no sense. No. And that's my story about Ronald Weasley and he's what a piece of garbage he is. He's so. trash. He's trash. And how he cursed Hermione. So yeah. basically Hermione's entire life was meaningless. Yeah, her entire adult life is just yeah. thrown away. Wonderful. Mm. She she would have done better to be like hooked on crack. Yeah, yeah. she could have done better with anyone. She could end up with Neville and had a good life. Oh my god, that would have been the perfect life. Been really cute. Because then he became a teacher and all yeah. that. And, and have you seen him lately? Yeah. Like, mm, oh my uh, god, have you seen him lately? So hot. <laughs> have you seen Ron lately? He looks like he's on meth. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, and you know this about me. I know you like him. You that Rupert Grant is my celebrity crush. No, I so think he's gross. so. Hot. He always looks like he's never showered, and like he knows where to get cracked. <laughs> he probably does know where to get cracked. Probably out of his own ice cream truck. <laughs> it's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> that ice cream truck probably is his house. <laughs> That's all he has. <gasps> Did you know that his brother is a race car driver? Really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. Does yeah. he, he? Is he a ginger? No, I think his hair is black. Oh. Yeah. He's probably trying to hide the fact that he's a ginger. Yeah. He doesn't shameful. look like Ron, though. You wouldn't know. Okay. He doesn't look like Ron. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't look like Rupert. I need you to make like a little segue music for this interlude. Use our theme song and then just and then make, make a it interlude and yeah. we'll give you money. We'll give yeah. you money. We'll pay you. We will. Thank you, Joel. Do it. We'll buy you drinks too. Yes. Yeah. Drink? I assume so. Yeah. Everyone. I'll make you a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, come on the show. Oh yeah, Ooh. tell the story. So on our show, Joel. We love you. Bring Karina. She's fun. Ooh. I love her. I'll make more drinks. Yes. All right. Are you a poor? Yes. Yep. Do you like to pinch pennies as much as possible? I, I mean, mean, I no don't like does. it. But, I mean, it's a necessity. I'm forced it is to. a necessity. Necessity. When your bank account is in the negatives. The bare necessities. Do you have a weird sleeping disorder that makes you impulsively buy things online in your sleep? Yes. Yep. That's how we ended up with this uh, cat condo. That's how I ended up with a ramen subscription. Oh, the eighty dollar ramen box. How was that? Um, I'm on my second box. Most of the second box is cold ramen noodles, Ooh. and um, I just haven't had time to like do it. There's more steps. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'll tell you when I get there. The I just first one was idea. okay, though. I have an idea. What? I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, if all of that applies to you, then Rakuten is for you. <gasps> Tell us more about Rakuten. You could save money without having to think about it by earning back rebates for the purchases you make without the hassle. How? You could sign up by using our code, which will be listed in our episode description, oh and God. earn $10 with your first purchase. Ten whole dollars? Yes. All you have to do is search our website to see the online stores they have deals with and shop through there, or install the Toolbar extension, and the deals will automatically pop up whenever you're shopping on an affiliated store's website. So I don't even have to do anything? No, That's they so just convenient. send you money. What? Wow. I know. It's just like finding that extra like dollar that you forgot about like in your in laundry. Your laundry? Ooh, it's that's like a bonus bonus. And I love it. Rakuten, everyone. Rakuten. Do we have to pay Billie Eilish for this? Is that that could be anything? That could be anything. I'll give her a sticker if I don't have. <laughs> I mean, who's Billie Eilish? What? I don't. What? Billy Lord. Yep, Billy Lord. Billy Lord. I'll give her a dollar. I will give her a dollar. I'll um, I'll kiss her feet and then wash them. Okay. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So. <gasps> I have a Harry Potter theory that oh. I would like to discuss. I would love to hear it. Harry I love Potter. Harry Potter theories. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Stop. Okay. So you mentioned Horcrux in mm -hmm. your story, Paul. Yes. And from the books and the movies, we know that Horcruxes, they like release toxins into you and they make you just awful. They uh -huh. make you into a bad person. They make you think bad things. They make you into an all-around crummy person. Mm -hmm. Well, in Harry Potter, what is the most famous Horcrux? Harry's penis. Harry's penis. That's also Harry attached Potter. to Harry Potter. Oh my god. What? Yes. I never made the connection. Yeah. I am shook. I know. I'll put my headphones no. on. I'll yeah. stop throwing them. I know. I spoilers everyone. <laughs> Harry ends up being a horcrux <gasps> for both. Oh yeah, my story has spoilers too. <laughs> spoilers. So Harry's if a whore? I think I have asthma. Sadly, no. Crux. Oh my god, if I had that much fame. No, you can get anyone. Yeah. Literally every girl. Yeah. It was surprising that more women didn't throw themselves at Harry. Well, remember when he was like, well, I am the chosen one. And Hermione slapped the shit yeah. out of him. That was but he was also a terrible at flirting. Remember he tries to smile at Cho and like whatever he's drinking he just like spits out. And like you're a per like what's wrong with you? I like him that way though. Like, he's yeah. so awkward. I like him being humble and awkward. Yeah. So anyway Harry is a Horcrux. Okay. And as we all know Horcrux is just being around that kind of toxic energy sorry y'all just makes you awful. Yeah. And so, what if you had to be around that for 10 years, every day, for hours? 
You might kill yourself. Yeah. Or you might be a really, really shitty guardian to your nephew. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And so that's why I think the Dursleys... Like, I'm not giving them an excuse to be horrible, shitty people. Uh-huh. But you're but giving it, them an it's excuse kind of an to excuse. be horrible, like, shitty Look how terrible Ron got in, like, a month. Yeah. Can you imagine having to be around, like... A baby, a toddler, a, like a teenager, straight for 10 years, and then he goes to school and he comes back. Like, you finally have a break, and yeah. then he comes back, and it happens all over again. They were probably summer. so, like, happy when he was gone. And they were muggles. Yeah. Could you imagine you have no... That's the only introduction you have to magic, is this horrible feeling, and you're just a horrible person? Yeah. I can't imagine that. That would be awful. Yeah. And so that's what Harry does. Like, that kind of... I think that also explains a little bit of why Ron went, like, that shit crazy. Mm-hmm. Because not only did he have the horcrux that he wore at all times, but he was around Harry. They were in a tent together. Yeah. They were stuck together. That's why Hermione was kind of in a mood. And plus, they had been together a lot, like, in the previous years mm-hmm. as well. Like, years leading up to finding the Slytherin Horcrux. And I would yeah. argue that, uh, well, not even argue everyone else. Ron spent more time with Harry than Hermione, so it probably affected him more. Yeah. And look at Dumbledore. When Dumbledore had the Horcrux and was around Harry, he went crazy. Yeah. I think out of all the Horcruxes, Harry was probably the most toxic. He was a grown person so that's what I think happens with the Dursleys I think that's why at the end Dudley this isn't in the movies but it's in the books when um, the Dursleys they should have kept that scene they should have kept it it was actually kind of nice oh the scene when they say goodbye yeah yeah when um when Dudley's like packing up the car and they're like, okay, let's go. He's like, oh, what about Harry? And they're like, no, fuck him. Like, he's staying here. He's a wizard. We've been over this. Fuck off. And he's like, I don't think you're a waste, Harry. I think that time away from Harry finally made them not shitty people. Because mm-hmm. I think Petunia, the description of her when she's younger, she doesn't seem she like seemed an evil bitch. No. Yeah, no. She, she just loved seemed like, her sister. She loved her sister. She just seemed jealous that she wanted to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, her parents loved Lily. Yeah. And she got all the attention. And so she was like, why can't I be special? I want to be special too. And yeah, there was bad blood, but how bad is the blood between you where you would take in your sister's kid but treat him like shit like that doesn't make any sense yeah why would like their haircut that she gives him in the in the book when she like shaves his head but only leaves his bangs (laughs) like you don't do that no that's like abuse you're being and unusually the, the cruel abuse, to a child. The type of it's not even like they hit him. It's like weird psychological yeah. abuse. Like they felt something like deep inside them that they had to do like they horrible just, things they just to this. Did not like yeah. him. 
And it wasn't like I don't think they hated him. I just think that yeah, there was something in them that just giving him a haircut. Why yeah. even bother clothing him? Why even bother? Why bother him? Why even bother keeping him? Mm-hmm. If you hate the wizarding world that they much, hated him that much, give him away. Yeah, but I don't think it's not like they hated him. I think, like you said, just being around a horcrux like gives you that. Feeling. I think it gives you this, this toxicness yeah. that it just makes you... It makes you evil. Yeah, and you can't love it. Yeah. Like, you can't love Harry Potter because it's just like a void. Especially considering that Voldemort was conceived under the love potion, mm. so he's incapable of love. Yeah. I wonder if that's, like, the evil that's in his horcruxes. Hmm. Like, all the evil and hate that's in... Voldemort that yeah. just, like goes into the Horcruxes because it's a part bit. of your soul. Yeah, and Harry was the first Horcrux, so that would be, or was a diary. Oh, the diary of Tom Riddle. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, that so was. So I think the it's the diary. And then Harry. And then Harry. So those would be like the largest parts of him. Yeah. Well, that's why he takes a big hit when Harry destroys the diary. Yeah, it was a huge hit. Yeah. The other ones, yeah, he, like, barely notices. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise he would have known right away. Like, he felt it. It shows that he felt it, but it wasn't, like, a... Mm -hmm. Because you have to split your soul in half. Yeah. So he's already split for the diary, and then with Harry, And then you split into a fourth, and then an eighth, and then sixteenth. So by the end, Yeah, so by the end, he doesn't even have any soul. He doesn't even care, like, about the the crown, the ring, the pendant. Like, no one cares. So I think um, that kind of gives the Dursleys some insight. Like I, some insight. I, I know that it's a children's book. Yeah. We'll and know, that like you have cartoonish villains. Yeah. But no one's that two-dimensional that they're just but like... But even with burr, that burr, being burr, said, burr, like... Take this random kid. That they are like sort of cartoonish and it is a children's book. Like, there's a lot more depth into everything. Yeah. Like, there's... Even if it was written later and retconned by uh, J.K. Rowling on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> it still shows that there's a lot of layers. Yeah. And then I, like, that's a good theory. Thank you. That they were dicks because they were around a horcrux their entire life. Yeah. And if you have no magic, you have no idea. Like, they just continuously became awful and more more horrible. And that's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. You know what they say about opinions? They're like assholes. Everyone has one. <gasps> I don't. Recently, <laughs> I um discovered my asshole. <laughs> I know. I actually came across this. Website. You know what? I think <laughs> with all that uh, colon steaming you've been looking into, oh you yeah, you probably your did become very close to your yeah. asshole. <laughs> Recently, I discovered this website called Slice the Pie, and basically, you can get paid to share your opinions. Your asshole. Yes. That's a different website so, called Pornhub. Yes. <laughs> you can rate those too. Oh. I don't think you get paid for you it. You can rate oh, okay. Not unless you're like starring in it, but like you have to have a studio behind. It's complicated. 
Anyhow. You want to rate <laughs> So you're paid to share your opinion. It's uh, to help marketing for these various businesses. There's uh, three categories of things that you could review. There's clothing, um, they have music on there, and ads. And basically, you just share your opinion about like the stylings, what you like about them, what you don't. And just be honest, and the more thorough your reviews are, the more money you can make through this. I hate this. It's tacky. Money. What? I'm reviewing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you calling me tacky? No, I'm c- reviewing. The... Whatever yeah. the clothing is. But you could stuff. say it's tacky, and you'd be like, this is why I think it's tacky. It reminds me of this. Anyways, the more thorough, the more money you get. So you could go from like just a few pennies here and there per review to like fifty cents per review, which you know adds up. Yeah. Yes. I'll take fifty cents. I mean, especially if you spend all day on there, like getting yeah. reviews and stuff. You have some free time. I would you do don't that. know what to yeah. do. Why not earn a, a some change? You know. Anyways, check out our uh, link in the episode description and learn how to get started. So you too can start reviewing and make some extra cash on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Slice the pie, everyone. Slice, slice my pie. That pie. Oh, I will slice your pie. Ooh. I want pie, you know. Ooh, I want pie too. Can we get like a pie-themed drink one of these days? Yes. It's my turn, right? It's your turn. It's your turn! You have Hold on, let me the spotlight. Bring up my notes that I Tell have. us what you Pinterest. think of Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a derogatory term, Bartholomew. And, alright, so <laughs> you both have, well, you've talked about a theory involving Ron Weasley, Paul. You talked yes. about a theory involving Harry Potter and the Dursleys. Yep. So I'm going to round out the Golden Trio and talk about something involving Hermione. Ooh. Well, not specifically Hermione, but her cat. Crookshanks. Oh, I love Crookshanks. I love Crookshanks. Crookshanks is so cute. Anyway, I love cats. It's on brand for me, so. Cats. Cats. Tip me in cats. 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 Tip me in cats. Okay. Someone sends you a box of cats. I wouldn't be mad. No, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um... Do you ever, well, you read the book. Yes, you the did one. Not, no. The one book. <laughs> Paul didn't read it. Nope. Do you ever wonder where Crookshanks ever just, like, suddenly came from? Oh, yeah, okay. The store. The store. Yes. That's Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. In the movie, it doesn't really go into detail. It's just, it like, all of a sudden she has a cat. Uh-huh. Well, in the book, in Prisoner of Azkaban, it does show that she does purchase this cat at Diagon Alley. And um, the shop owner even, like, tells her, um, Hermione that, like, no one wanted it. Aww. It'd been there for a long time and Aww. kind of was ignored. An but she, like, took a shining to it. Like, really connected yeah, the shining. with it. <laughs> <laughs> the shining. The, the shining. shining. <laughs> And um, so th- there she adopted and chose uh, Crookshanks. 
But mind you, this cat is already old and stuff. And let me see. Crookshanks is supposed <laughs> to be part measle. So it's a Neasel, which is like a special breed of cat in the Harry Potter universe. Okay. They're uh, supposed to be a bit more attuned than normal cats. I mean, they're supposed to be like, um, what do they call them in other books? Like your familiars. Oh, okay. okay. That, I think that's why Hermione chose it. It just seemed like a smart pet for her. It felt right. Anyways, throughout uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, um, the problem is Crookshanks is constantly after um, Scabbers, Ron's rat, uh -huh. who we later on find out is actually um, Peter Pettigrew in his Animagus form. Throughout the books, well not throughout the book, at the end you find out that Sirius Black, who had been following Harry and his friends around campus like mm -hmm. throughout the entirety of Prisoner of Azkaban, mm -hmm. had runs in, like run-ins with Crookshanks and he actually in the book says that he got to know the cat and had to build trust with the cat Aww. and all of that. But there is a theory that Crookshanks kind of took a shining to Sirius Black already and Hermione and, you know, the Golden Trio. Okay. Because Crookshanks actually was the Potter's cat's prior. <gasps> oh! So oh. I believe... Oh, that's right, because Harry used to terrorize the cat. Yes. It was in, Lily's cat. Yes. In Order of the Phoenix... Um, I, th I think it's Harry, he comes across, like, letters Lily had sent um, Sirius because mm -hmm. he's, like, showing him and sharing these memories with yeah, him so when, he can get to know um, his parents more. Harry was, like, a year old when he got his first broom. Yes. So, um, he's reading this letter and it's, like, Lily writing to Sirius saying, oh, thanks for giving Harry his first broom. Like, he really loves it. He's terrorizing this the cat and all of that and harry just is like thinking oh i wonder what happened to that cat like what happened to it it died so this is the story, the story of, a girl. of a girl the story of a girl no apparently james had gifted lily this cat like before they were married Aww. Aww. it was also an easel <gasps> Oh, an orange oh. little kitty, and um, they were saying that the connection was basically that this cat, after uh, Lily and um, James were killed, kind of went from family to family and was passed around throughout like the wizarding world, and then ended up in this shop. And she saw Harry because Harry was with Hermione when mm -hmm. she got the cat in the book. I believe I could be making that up. Maybe. 
I'm going based off fan theories. <laughs> and um, so we came across this came across this cat, and the cat recognized Hermione and probably was just like, "Oh, this kid has a connection to that other kid that I, you know, oh. I grew up with that family." And then basically it was like, "Pick me, I'm an awesome cat." Aww. Aww. And it was the reason why it knew that. Scabbers was actually Peter Pettigrew because he, she would have oh. remember how she was constantly on him. And Peter's the reason they were dead. So this yeah. cat has a vendetta. Exactly. You killed my mom. But yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And well, it would make sense, especially because magical creatures have that in this world. Lives. They're yeah. In this world, they like. Create relationships. Like, look at yeah. Hedwig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hedwig. I know. She did her better. She did. And you know what? <laughs> oh, wait. This, this is another, like, Harry Potter confession. This person was like, I hated how Ron treated Hermione when he thought Crookshakes had eaten scabbers. If I were her, I would have said, fuck you, my cat comes first. So don't try to come between us because there's the door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ron. Also, it kind of just makes me happy to know that, like, Hermione had, like, a cat to, like, talk to. Yeah, and, because like, she was lonely. No yeah, because her one friend was a fucking dick to her. And mm-hmm. Harry was off being Harry. And they were off in the boys' dorms all the time. So yeah. what was she doing? Yeah, because she, she didn't have any girlfriends yeah. studying. I mean, and Luna was happy. a Ravenclaw. Yeah. And Luna was Ginny's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's kind of crazy. So I really want to believe that this is true, especially because, like, knowing that it was the same breed of cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just gives me a little bit more comfort knowing that those things kind of circled back into his life. I like it. So I'm accepting it as canon. 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 J.K. Rowling, eat this. Twitter, um, or not Twitter, we're going to tweet at her and make sure she uh, talks about this. Because it's important. Natalie. Yes. Would you like to talk about your, um, or no? I tweeted it. You tweeted it as your theory. Okay. Do you want to pose a question to uh, our fans? I have a question for you. Little Sophie, cover your ears. (laughs) Earmuffs. 18 plus. When you become a werewolf, what happens to your penis? Because, okay, in Harry Potter, the werewolves are kind of humanoid. They're like human-dog hybrids. Uh-huh. Do you have a human penis? <laughs> or do you have, like, a dog penis where it's, like, attached to your, your abdomen? Is it just flopping in the wind? Is it just flopping around, like, when you're running? There, like, that would be horrible. Would be you horrible. would be so sore the next day. See? Like I told you, I think it's a... It would be, like, grapefruit. Yeah. I think it's a hybrid. I think like, it's a oh. hybrid. I think it looks... Like a male penis, but it's inside of that sheath it's in that's the sheath. attached to the body. But when it comes out, it's not that weird dog penis. It's a human penis. It's not the lipstick? No, it's not the lipstick. <laughs> it like it has the head of a male. Like It looks like an uncircumcised penis. Just attached to the... But it's like yeah. attached to your yeah. abdomen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah. It comes because, out. Like, how would werewolves it run? It bites you. It gives you a little nip. Exactly, yeah. And then what about... Okay, so can a werewolf get someone pregnant? Oh. See, I would think... Yes. I think male werewolves can probably still 
get you pregnant yeah. and can still conceive, but I don't think female werewolves can. No? Because, because I think by twilight rules. No, because I'm thinking, like, when you change into a werewolf, like, what happens? Yeah. If you're... What happens if you're eight months pregnant and there's a full moon? Does your womb, well, like, it, like, turn into a dog womb? I don't know, like, because, churn, because you Lupin's, hear all, like, the bones, like, crunching. Yeah, everything crunches. Yeah. And, um... What's their son's name? How do they... Teddy, Teddy's not a werewolf. Okay. So it didn't get passed on. Oh, so what if there's what if there's no female werewolves? Are there female werewolves? There aren't female werewolves in Harry Potter, so I don't know. There you go. Maybe that's why. But Does what happens if you get bit? You just are girls just to immune to it? Maybe. Or maybe they just never have children. Maybe it's like a, a recessive gene. Like if you get bit, you can pass it on to your children. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, we were just talking about penises. This is too like much that. now. I think about these things, guys. I know, and I, I like that you do. <laughs> it makes me wonder, because I'm Anyways, like, what happened? Shoot us your opinion. <laughs> we're going to put a poll up. We want to know. Dog <laughs> penis. Honestly human curious. penis. Hybrid, like something different. Maybe a corkscrew, like a duck. Isn't that pigs also? Pigs have corkscrew penises? No, I thought they had... I don't know. I thought ducks had Maybe corkscrew Maybe they have a barbed one like cats. Oh. Oh, no. Cats have like... Okay. Cats have barbed penises. Do the cats penises. in the... Th in cats. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Do they have weird like... McGonagall. Yeah, When she turns into a cat, what happens to her vagina? Maybe that's why she never had babies. Oh. But she's an animagus, Yeah, though. she's an animagus. Because she could just, like... But her body still transforms. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, it's not the same as werewolf. What if she, she was... to choose it. Yeah, what if she was pregnant and turned into a cat? What would happen to her child? I was just thinking about I think what it they would, do in the I think shadows. It would die. It would die, or would it turn into a little kitten? It turns into because, the cat. No, because it's really hard to become an animagus. Yeah. You have to, like, keep a dead thing in your mouth or something for, like, a week. Ugh. What? Yeah. That's horrible. Why would you do that? I don't know. You have to do something stupid. They're weird. Animagus. All of those theories, like all of those, like becoming something else, takes a lot of effort. Yeah, it does take some. Oh my god! Did we even mention our cocktail this week? Oh shit! Oh my god, Let's guys! I now. made butterbeer. She made butterbeer, and it's so good. Thanks. So good. It's a really great recipe. It's not too sweet. We had a vegan version for Paul because we topped it with whipped cream. I love it. It's so good. It was really good, guys. Yeah. I had two, and I don't normally go back for seconds. I had two. I drank my first one immediately. Mostly because, you know, alcohol and me. Yeah. Not a good combo. There's yeah. butterscotch schnapps in it. Yeah, delicious. schnapps. Anyways, <laughs> you need to check out super this good. So recipe. Good. It's really good. Also, yeah, go get your sweet. beer mugs at the 99 cent store. <laughs> These were so good. They, uh, yeah, they're, they're classy. amazing, actually. They're baby michelada. Yes. When we like savings, Rakuten. Rakuten. <laughs> Rakuten. Rakuten. But anyways, check it out, guys. Rakuten. It's a really good one. Um, okay. Last week's episode, we talked about the first ladies of the United States. A few of them. Yes. yes. Was anyone here making up a story? No. James Buchanan was 100% gay. <laughs> <laughs> He sucks so much dick. So Actually, he didn't because he was wooing at men and they were and responding with his woos. Well, we saw his picture. And he, he yeah, we did. He had the one love of his life. He did. Yeah, he had that William one love. Rufus, Rufus King. William, William Rufus. Rufus King. Yeah. 
Um, I talked about the Reagans in, uh, what was her name? Joan Quigley, mm-hmm. who was the astrologer who's controlling them from like outside. It was all true. Yeah. It was a true thing that, that woman happened. ran our country. Isn't that crazy? That's that sounds like a made-up story. Mm-hmm. Fucking insane. All right. And then I talked about Dolly Madison and how she... Chucked kind of squirrels at people. She <laughs> <laughs> um, And how she originated the role of first lady and did it twice and saving the painting and all that. That, that whole part is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Washington, D.C., particularly Lafayette Park, is the most populated place by squirrels mm-hmm. uh-huh. to the fact, to the point where they have to throw birth control um, down on the floor for them. That is totally true. The two stories, however, are not connected in any way. She did not feed those squirrels. The squirrels aren't there because of her. No. But I believe that, that that's true. I like the story. I like that connection. I did too. Does she actually haunt like yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Oh, okay. Okay. Me and Natalie, when I was living in DC, did a tour and they were telling us all these stories. Okay. Is she still drinking toilet wine? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good. Dolly Madison will always be drinking toilet wine in that's my heart. That's true. That was actually her favorite drink. That mm-hmm. is true. Toilet wine. One hundred percent true. Look it up factual. on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Factoid. Fact. 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 Facts. Facts. Facts on facts. 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 I can't stop that good. Facts. I'm gonna facts. 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 Lies and lies and lies and facts. All facts. No printer. <gasps> Show me the car facts. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, check us out. Uh, leave us a review if you haven't. We're still doing stickers. Ooh. Yes, please. We bought too many. Um, tell your friends. Let people know about us. Especially tell your this episode if they're Harry Potter fans. I yeah. think they would like it. This is a good episode. And guess what, guys? What? Even though no one told us to do it, we did it anyway. We started a Patreon. <gasps> so what we want to do here is... Give you an opportunity to be co-producers Join of the our podcast. pyramid scheme. To give us money. To give us money. Or and nothing. this time, <laughs> genuinely, we are asking for a little help. Just whatever you feel is right. We're not going to tell you how much to donate. But though this $100. is the labor <laughs> of love. Otherwise, <laughs> click on Natalie right spends so much money on coming up with recipes every I'm so week. Poor. She does spend a lot of money. We already are having technological problems <laughs> behind the scenes and need to get some new cords. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and it uh, kind of sucks that we have to wait until, like, our next paydays or the next time we save enough for that you know it's hard it's a hard it's not hard. life for us it's a hard not I, life for us i love putting all <laughs> this work into this but you know we, we also have to you know pay some bills and put that as a priority by helping us a little we can do a little more Yes, 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 yes. And that would be nice. But yeah. We would really so, appreciate it. Um, we'll give you shout-outs. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure out cool things to give you, too, like yeah, just Patreon we'll, supporters. We'll make it mm-hmm. better. When I was whispering into the mic earlier that I had an idea, we could post Sophie's ramen review videos of her ramen of the month box on Patreon. Ooh. 
Ooh, and we can do videos of how I make my drinks. Can watch Sophie eat ramen, <laughs> and I think that'd be fun. Now I can make my drink eat ramen on the way here today. Yes, I have to watch that. <laughs> I ate it at the 99 cents. <laughs> she made it in a mason jar. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's clever. It was Maruchan, but it wasn't the cup of noodles kind. It was like the bag kind. I so did, I had to put it in something. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But anyways, uh, to look us up on Patreon, we're at patreon.com slash bbmichelada, but we will include the links in the episode description along with the links to our... But other like the other ads we had Rakuten, Rakuten the pie. and Slice the Pie so check those out it also help us just for using that but um, with Patreon you could just do the one time payment or you could do like a monthly dollar and we'd be happy with that so just consider it you don't have to this is still going to be free Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. We, Bye, we love, love you. We love you. We appreciate you. And you make me want to cry daily and because, like, I shout. feel Put like I'm doing something. Look, my hands up and shout. Come on now. Shout. Any day you will. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little bit something now. I have asthma right now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.